Napa know-how. Right now at Napa, grab a five-quart jug of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.99. It keeps out harmful sludge to help reduce wear on your engine, which is important if you like cars that, you know, run smoothly. So keep your engine healthy with Mobile One, now just $28.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 531.19. Hold on now. Welcome to the Bodybuilding.com podcast. I'm Nick Coleus, an editor here at Bodybuilding.com. Uh, to my right is Heather Eastman, as always. And across from us is Tyler Holt. Yeah. He is a personal trainer, muscle farm athlete. He was a Bodybuilding.com smokes- spokesmodel finalist. Uh, pro fitness model, all at the ripe young age of what? 26. 26, yeah. And um, we, we're both kind of, you know, bringing some beard along. His man bun. the beard. His man bun's coming along a little bit better than mine, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. You'll get there. It's solid. Okay. <laughs> 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 just keep just got to start fertilizer up there. Start somewhere. It'll be right. <laughs> um, Tyler's also the creator of the, uh, the screaming 1,000 rep arm workout mm-hmm. on bodybuilding.com. What are, you, uh, what are you filming today? 1,000 rep rear delt workout? <laughs> Just a shoulder workout. I do have a thousand rep shoulder workout. Though, do you? But that's not what's being filmed okay. today. <laughs> do you have a thousand rep for every body part? I do. Okay. Yeah. Even and I like have two calves. Have not calves. I have legs. Mm-hmm. A thousand reps on calves might be. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we um, we had a great strength coach here a couple of weeks ago named John Russin, who um, was he did a a, a a big leg workout with this model, and then he did like a, a hundred rep death set. He said at the end, or space sure. like. You rack up 100 reps however you can. He was telling yep. me he did that at a seminar with a guy who then got on a plane, flew to Europe, and checked himself into a hospital for rhabdo, at, oh, which, point, at, at which point the doctors are like, LOL, it's called DOMS. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, well, but you know, I mean, it got me thinking, like, yeah, people love to talk about overtraining. They love to talk about rhabdo and the, all that sort of shit. Yep. Um, how, how, did, how did you, you know, just toss all that aside and embrace four digit leg workouts and arm workouts. Um, you no, know, so I started it originally just to just shock my, and the first one I came out with was the leg one. And I just, I'm just kind of crazy. And I wanted something just to destroy myself. And then, um, other people kind of wanted to do it. And so it kind of turned into its own challenge just at my gym in mm-hmm. Colorado. Uh, and then I decided to post it and see how many other people would find interest in it mm-hmm. and a lot of people did and then did they so actually I, do it though so they say <laughs> so they Allegedly. say um and it actually got a really good response and so then i decided to start doing it for other mu- other muscle groups just to shock the muscles do something totally different um and yeah a lot of people do talk about the you know overtraining and your joints ligaments and yada 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 but I've had no issues. None of my clients have had any issues. If the nutrition, your recovery, your sleep, if everything is taken care of, then mm-hmm. everything should yeah. be fine. And it's not like mm. I don't do a thousand reps every single day, right? This right. is like one muscle group a month that I'll hit a thousand. I was going to say, yeah, so how, do you, how not, do you plan around something like that? Is I, it just so like, I released originally the, day? The, the goal was to release one new thousand rep workout a month, okay. mm-hmm. switching muscle groups. Mm-hmm. Each month. So you wouldn't even be hitting the same muscle group a thousand reps until, you know, five, six months away right. from one another. More if you wanted to, but how I originally had it set up was to just do one every month. Mm. Thousand mm. rep abs. 
That's actually my most like requested one. Now. Oh really? So, oh my god, that yeah. sounds awful. And I don't, I don't know. Uh, I never train abs, so I'm like, I, I think I would abs. die myself if I did it. But right. we'll see. Well, Maybe I mean, I'll yeah, I, I, over over the course of a thousand rep workout of any body part, it's going to become an ab workout. You oh sure, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think most of the workouts. I mean, my abs have afterwards have been feeling it pretty much mm-hmm. everywhere. So, mm-hmm. and you put your clients through this as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I make what them all kind do of it. preparatory? Uh, phase is there before that like you're not going to put a new client through it no no so. no, no, no. First, first workout it's, it's an assessment we're going to do a little movement screen right, yeah. thousand no, rep movement I, screen um, you should just have a camera on their face when, you, when they walk in and you tell them so today is guess thousand what we're doing it is, it is the screaming one thousand it is absolutely um yeah so i uh no not all of them do it until they're ready most of, you know i've had clients that have been with me for four or five years and the you know basically if i've had a client for longer than six months, I think they're pretty well accustomed to my style of training and mm-hmm. I'm throwing them in. And now obviously, you know, it's it's at everyone's own pace, own weight. It's all relative. So I I mean everyone can make it through it. Mm-hmm. Um just depends on their level. I think speaking to the overtraining issue, that's what people forget when they look at something like a thousand reps is that you can scale it back. You don't oh, yeah. have to be doing a thousand reps at an insane max or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you, know? you can if you want to. <laughs> that's the nice yeah, thing absolutely, about it. if you want to, for sure. <laughs> um, and, and that's the th- and another thing. I think the, the, just the thousand rep part. Of, if I had posted that workout and hadn't said anything about the number right. of reps in there, I don't think anyone would have thought any differently of it. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. but just because it says a thousand reps, people are like lose their mind a little bit. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But so so now, uh, yeah, you, you bring up a good point about shock workouts. People love to have the occasional workout where they just totally leave it out. Yeah. How, how do you how do you find the right spot in the program for something like that? Well, I mean, is it just like, is it on the calendar for a month ahead of time? Or do you say, you know what, today I feel good. Today I, I really just want, you know, the, the worst pump of my life. I'm just, I'm just going to no, leave it all you, out there. I, I plan it out because I have my, my videographer in Colorado. Uh, we, we film it so that I can release mm-hmm. it on social media and everything. So it is pretty planned out. Um, so I, I definitely make sure that I'm, you know, feeling good that day and I'm ready to, to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, see, so yeah, not, not the sort of thing where you just come in, you take the pre-workout I, yeah, and you let it tell I'd you what to do. I pre-workout's going to be like, eh, I'm going to do a thousand reps today. <laughs> sure. No. Why not? Um, you, now you did do a really interesting leg workout last time you were here. You were here for the spokesmodel yeah. competition mm-hmm. last time. And um, I want to go, we wanted to go over some of what was in there. There were, there were gallop lunges, mm-hmm. first thing. Yep. Gallop lunges. First, tell us what a gallop lunge is. So a gallop lunge, you've, you stick with one leg the whole time, but you go down into a lunge, you explode off the front leg, and it's more of like a gallop motion. But you kind stick. Of a little skip. Like a, yeah. a Almost skip like a skip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're moving of, forward. But you're moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you lunge, so, kind of hop forward, lunge, but you stay on the same leg the whole time. So there's uh, that. Prancer side. <laughs> <laughs> a little yes. bit, a little bit. Yes, exactly. But then, and then after that, leg presses with just epic drop sets. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that was like a hundred rep drop set. Right. Like yeah, that. exactly. Um, yeah. Band resisted stiff leg deadlifts and mm-hmm. BFR nice. leg extensions. Yes. And I looked at that and I thought, oh, it's a really interesting workout. Not because, yeah. not only because it has a lot of different modalities in there, but it really, it look, it, it ha- there's a lot of different ways in there to increase the intensity without increasing the weight. It Correct. Like. Right. Yeah. And and so the biggest piece on that. So I had a shoulder surgery back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, it just lifting heavy. It was just bound to happen. But um, so you're pretty. You were pretty young though to have shoulder surgery. Yeah, I was twenty. Math. Well, what twenty? Math. Twenty something. Twenty, 20 something. Right. Yeah. Twenty something. Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty three. At the time, 
Uh, and so, and when I was talking with the surgeon and everything, and he was like, you can do the surgery, go through the recovery and you'll be totally fine. Or you can kind of live with this pain. Mm-hmm. I, so the cartilage in my AC joint completely broke down. So I just had bone on bone mm-hmm. and it just, I mean, turning my steering wheel, like just everything during the day just hurt. So he was like, you can either live with this or we can get the surgery. You're young. We'll knock it out and you'll recover and you'll be totally mm-hmm. fine. So I did the surgery. Um, and then after that, I just, I really stepped back and thought of like longevity of mm-hmm. what I want in my, my career with this. And so heavy kind of just went away. And so I started really thinking of how can I still get the same results, still grow, still get lean, you know, anything mm-hmm. I needed to do, how can I do that and create a different intensity without just completely killing my joints and ligaments and right. tendons with mm-hmm. this heavy, heavy weight like I've been doing. Uh, and so a lot of my program with myself is just coming up with creative ways different ways to create the same results. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, yeah. So, and, and you, when you started out training, you were what, an, a- an athlete, right? Yeah, so I, I was uh, basketball my whole life and a sprinter. Now, I, I remember what it's like training as an athlete in high school, and I hear this from a lot of people who trained as athletes in high school. They say they got more bad habits than good habits from how they actually trained in high school. Mm-hmm. Not only from other athletes, you know, hey, everybody wants to get the school squat record or something sure, like that, sure. but the coaches themselves maybe were not pushing them in the right direction. Do you feel like, I mean, you had shoulder, shoulder surgery very young. Yeah. Did that contribute to that? Or um, You know, when I was in high school, uh, I didn't like weight training at all. Mm. Um, and so basketball-wise, over the summer, we did a little bit, but it really wasn't a focus. Like football players obviously mm-hmm. lift a ton, but with basketball, we, I mean, um, it was a, just a ton of conditioning work and drills and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't focus a ton on the weightlifting. And I had weightlifting class, classes in high school, but that was more of like a social hour for, mm-hmm. for people. Sure. I recall um, that social hour. That's you know, and, <laughs> and uh, so even though it was like, you know, our, our, everyone's favorite class to go to, no one really got anything done. So I do think um, that coaches and the gym, you know, teachers, whatever, do have a huge um, say on their, on the, how their sure. athletes are mm-hmm. performing and everything. And there's a, and there's a big lack of teaching. As oh yeah, far as absolutely. Form technique. Yes, right. Yes, so then, so then after you were, uh, once you got into lifting, you just went all for it. Then. Yeah. I mean, I just went into, I was, I was super skinny and, uh, I just knew I had to start lifting and eating to get bigger. So that's, I just, I just went, I didn't know necessarily what I was doing. I just knew, um, I needed to be in the gym doing stuff. So I just kind of went in, um, followed some programs. Actually, my first, when I got into it was from bodybuilding.com. I don't remember what program it was, but that's where I found my first one. And I think it was the fuck up your shoulder program. Probably was, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, but still, you know, just going into it and not knowing proper form or anything like that, you, mm-hmm. no matter what program you're doing, if you're not doing it right, it's, it, mm-hmm. it can be bad. And so, um, Are you super strict technique guy now, or, or now, do you feel like the volume allows you to still, you know, be, um, be a little bit looser? Nah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely strict on most things, especially when I go heavy, everything's very slow and controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, the high volume stuff, uh, you know, or the explosive stuff, uh, not super strict on, but I, but I also know how to control everything much better now. So the more, you know, how to kind of control, and stabilize and you have better mobility mm-hmm. than the less, I guess, strict you need to be. But so form's always a focus. Sure. Uh, but I just know better how to control everything mm-hmm. now. And you, um, how, how did you end up doing the blood flow restriction training? Because in this in this great workout that you did for us, it, was, it has a huge Q&A and everything. It's the standard protocol, right? 30, 15, 15, 15. Yeah. Um, so, but how did, how did you encounter that style of training? I, who, um, Kelly, what's his name? 
Kelly Starlet or something. Oh, Kelly Starrett. Star- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw his all his research on the blood flow restriction and occlusion training. Uh, he and I actually started following that because he used it as more of a, a rehab mm-hmm. technique uh, for knees and shoulders and all that. And so I started, following, and then it you know turned into the actual occlusion training. Uh, and then I tried it with um, one of my friends and loved it. And then I started doing that ever since. So. It's, a, it's a trippy sensation. It is. It is definitely very painful, but in a good way, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know that's, it's one of those interesting things that kind of came out of a therapeutic yes. uh, side yeah. of things where it's like they, they had people do, you know, they would tie off their legs and have them just walk. Right. And that was, and then it turned into, well, hey, what if well, we have them do if, a yeah. whole <laughs> bunch of reps? Exactly. Exactly. That's what bodybuilders have done in general is take something that was meant to be therapeutic and be like, what if we could use this to how get that we, extra yeah. How do we get gains yeah. from this? Yeah. How, do, how do we get yeah. the most terrifying pump imaginable? Right. For and it, and it really, it really stuck or stood out to me just because, because of the surgery and because mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, you could do this, do a very, very lightweight and still attack the muscle fibers in the same way as you would with doing something super heavy. So that sure. stood out to me. And uh, so I use that a lot with myself, a lot of my clients, and even with rehab with some of my clients mm-hmm. and everything. So, mm-hmm. so I, what are some of your favorite um, movements and body parts to use with that? Uh, leg extensions are mm-hmm. definitely my favorite. Um, I do it with calves, uh, which that sucks pretty bad too. But yeah, I've done it with just, I mean, I think I've done it with, I've experimented a lot with legs. We have done everything from squats, step ups, lunges, curls, extensions, um, hmm. arms, you know, all sorts of different angles with biceps, triceps, ropes, all sorts of stuff. Been yeah. able to figure out how to do it with the shoulder yet? I keep waiting for something. So somebody. we, we, a friend of mine and I tried it with shoulders. Basically, mm-hmm. we wrapped it like right below the shoulder, right. above the bicep, and so then, then a couple times. And then we tried to wrap it like under the armpit of mm-hmm. the top of the shoulder. And so it kind of like squished your shoulder like that. Uh, Scientifically, I don't know how well that <laughs> it yeah. worked, but it felt like it worked. I mean, oh, really? it felt like the other kind of occlusion. Yeah, I could see that. It, it, you know, it really it hmm. made the you burn. You don't have to create like a special band that just goes around the shoulders. Yeah, you right. brachial artery it, down here, and you right. don't want to cut that off. Right. So. And so, mm. what, know, we, what movement did you try with that? Side raises. Okay, I was going to yeah. say that's pretty much the only thing I could see working. Yeah, there, you know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we did side raises, and it. I mean, it burned like occlusion does. So. um Huh. All right. Yes, it works. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> we tried it. So, <laughs> neck mean, training. Did you try the neck yeah, training? Yeah. <laughs> I want to dig into your origin story a little bit because it sounds like you kind of started out with the I want to get bigger yes. mentality. Yeah, and then yeah. at what point did this really just become your life? Like what was the – or was there a point or was it a gradual building? Um, so I started off at just working out at 24-Hour Fitness and I actually worked in sales at 24-Hour Fitness. Okay. And then – Hired a trainer there that was just this big bodybuilder guy, and I was like, "You teach me, and make me big." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I worked with him for a little bit, and then um, he asked if I'd ever thought about competing, and okay. I was like, "No, not As at all." <laughs> but yeah. um, and he was like, "Well, you should do this show," and I was like, "Okay." So he got me ready for the show. I took third uh, in the first show, and then just really, really started enjoying the process of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, became a trainer at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Uh, but my degree is in – I actually have a degree in criminal justice. So my end game plan was to do law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about my third year in college, I, I think I kind of knew in the back of my head that I wanted to continue just with training in fitness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just much more rewarding to me uh, to help people and, and all that in that way. 
A lot of a lot of good bodybuilders slash police officers out there. There That's are true. Ronnie Coleman, Ronnie Coleman. of one yeah, exactly. one example, but there are many others. Exactly, many others. Um, and and I think perhaps if if it were a different uh, time, mm-hmm. uh, I might still be a cop. But I'm kind of hey, glad I'm not. You got to chase right your now. opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, uh, graduated college, was still at 24 Hour Fitness, and kind of saw that I had a a ceiling there. Mm-hmm. As far as what I could do, who, mm-hmm. you know, who I could reach out to, couldn't do online training, couldn't do just, you know, I was just basically stuck in 24. <clears throat> so I decided to, and I think at that point was, and I was like, this is just what I want to do. So I started my own training company, left 24, was renting space out of um, a gym. And then things kind of went, and then in the back of my mind, I kind of always wanted to just have my own gym as mm-hmm. well. And so uh, things went south with the owner of that gym. Pretty quickly, and anyway, we had I had sixty days to figure out what I was going to do with my life because he was like, "You guys have sixty days to get out, uh, taking my business plan this direction." Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You guys, meaning the trainers that were there, right? Um, and basically, we weren't part of that plan. So, um, so I called one of my clients, does corporate real estate, and I was I was like, "Just give, find me a building somewhere," and so she found us. Um, a building, myself and my two business partners. And in 60 days, we just kind of cranked it out and opened up a gym. Um, and at that point, I had started getting into fitness modeling mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I had, and and then at that time as well, I had already gotten my pro card for competing. Um, didn't compete. I haven't competed since I got my pro card because I got more into the fitness modeling. And mm-hmm. then uh, really... I just kind of kept doing that, started building myself on social media. Um, and then this past year, decided to do the spokesmodel search again. Um, I had done it back in like 2012, 2013 or something. Mm-hmm. Nothing came of that, obviously. But uh, but I just decided why not. And then now we're here. Mm-hmm. So. so what's the name of your, of your gym? 212 Performance Gym. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that I mean, that's one of the great fantasies, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'm not just going to be a consumer of the gym anymore. I'm going to go right. out. We're going to have our own, yeah. our own yeah. playground. Absolutely. It's one of those things, you know, like being at a corporate gym and, and you just, you find out how you don't want your gym to be, mm-hmm. how you don't want to treat mm-hmm. people. Uh, and so it's just easier if you can just create your own so that you can have everything exactly the way mm-hmm. you want it. Yeah. And does it, does it live up to what you want it to be though? To, yeah. to have, I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. it's everybody's fantasy, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's it's amazing. I love it. It's been open for actually three years this month or this next month. Wow! And uh, it's it's cruising. I love it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah congrats. That's so. So that means you're out there like shopping for equipment, and you're like all of a sudden you're like you know <laughs> so what? So we got I have to think about we got all of our. Right? So within that sixty days, I was like, I have no Craigslist clue. Yep. Oh, you have no idea how we're gonna put all this together in sixty days. Uh, and so there's a gym. I don't know, like fifteen minutes away from where we're at now. It was actually going out of business. The guy was moving to Florida. And so we went in to look at all the equipment and he wanted 60 grand for everything. And I was like, okay, well, we're still trying to find money. So you do what you need to do to sell your equipment. If we can piece some stuff off of you, um, we will. And he sent me a text maybe like three days later. And he was like, I'll give you everything for 20 grand. And I was like, <laughs> so I asked my business partners, I was like, how much money you guys got? And so and I was like, will you take 18? I was like, will you take 18 cash? Cause we all had savings and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, sold. So we got an entire gym's worth of stuff mm. for 18. That you own. That we own outright. A lot of those big gyms rent. Right. Yes. Right. Cause it, it's cheaper to yeah. just to lease the equipment, but mm. we own it outright. Mm. Um, 
we've got a huge deal on this. I mean, it was just timing of everything was lined up just perfectly. Is so it pretty standard stuff, or is there one thing in there where you're like, oh, this thing's so so cool. I can't believe we have one. <laughs> um, no, I think it's all pretty standard. No reverse hypers or pullover machines or anything like. No, that? No, no. You know those pullover machines are so hard to find. They're hard to find. I love them. Yeah. And they're so hard to find because no one, no one wants to. Ones. Yeah, they're right. like throwbacks, and no one yeah. wants to get rid of them. There's just a classic piece of equipment. Yeah, so. I feel I feel like there's there's a there's a, a gap in the market there where somebody needs sure. to create the the, the modern bring them back. Yeah. Or create some, something equipment. that you can, you know, alter, a way you can alter sure. cable machine or something mm-hmm. right. just to, yeah, to, to build it because yeah. adding a whole other machine, like every every gym is already packed to the gills. Like there's no real estate yeah, for and it. That's, you know? And that's kind of how we are right now. You know, we've got like our weight side, but we also have a, a big uh, turf area inside the mm-hmm. gym for our per- performance stuff with sled pushes and all that. Uh, so yeah, limit, you know, our, our obviously our room for more gym equipment is limited. Um, mm-hmm. And we've traded some stuff in and out and added new and got rid of some stuff here and there. But um, adding in as much as I would like, we don't have the yeah the real estate right now. Sure. Yet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come on, so. pull over machine people. <laughs> and we need one in the bottom. Someone's got one. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that's the, the fourth power lift. That's what they call. That is it. in the seventies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I love that. I love that you basically took lemons and turned it into lemonade. You had sixty days and just figured it out. That's yeah. awesome. And you know, it, it was at the that, that was probably the most stressful sixty days of my life, but. Uh, definitely a blessing in disguise. It just gave me that mm-hmm. fire under me, and just you know, we just made it happen. So mm-hmm. okay, so now you you have your you have your pro card. You say you're not really using it. What are you gonna do uh, with the rest of your twenties uh, then? <laughs> uh, so I, I, more opportunities came from not competing than actual competing, mm-hmm. which we hear from a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, like I, I'm on with uh, Muscle Farm now, mm-hmm. and so traveling around to get to do stuff like this with you guys, which is amazing. And, you know, going to expos and, and all that. So I don't, I honestly have no idea what's, what's ahead of me, but everything is just continuously getting better and better and better. And so that's what I was just going to keep, keep on going for. Awesome. So, so now where do, where do we find this thousand rep leg workout? We know where to yes. find the thousand rep arm workout. That's on bodybuilding.com. Yeah. Where, where's the, where's the other one? Living that's so everything's on my Instagram. Okay. Um, at T Holt 21. Um, but I've been getting so many messages from people. Where's this? Where's this? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm just gonna collab or put them all together and put them on my or on a, my YouTube channel, which uh, is which is I actually don't use that very much. So I think it's like T Holt, Tyler Holt, UF. But it's gonna it's about to get it together. I'll have to get that. I'll have to get it together. I actually should probably I should probably just create a brand new YouTube channel. You, and once do that, you do, but I wanted I that's was okay. we'll put the talking link in there for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but I was gonna see how the response to that turned out, mm-hmm. and then hopefully I, I would like to do an a thousand an, or a thousand rep series with you guys at mm-hmm. Muscle Farm or whatever. But hey, we'll uh, see what we can do. We that sounds awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. that way, because I need somewhere to put them all so people can find them all and, sure. and all that aside from just my social media but all right well tyler holt thanks for coming and talking with us thank you appreciate it you can find him on bodybuilding.com even if you can't find him on his youtube just yeah there you go (laughs) all right have a good day man thanks you too hi it's jamie progressive number one number two employee leave a message at the hey jamie it's me jamie this is your daily pep talk I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.